0: go over, if you would to Mark chapter 5 and uh, I wasn't expecting to minister on faith tonight, but um, just the Holy Ghost has been kind of dropping things in my heart for the last couple of days. And so um, I really don't know what to call this, but I, what I came up with, I'm terrible at finding uh, you know titles for my messages, but um, this is just what came to me is just a faith that moves you forward. A faith that moves you forward. You know, um, in life, all of us, you know, we're here. We have an enemy to our life. We have uh, obstacles. We have challenges that come from time to time. You know, we were just dealing with something recently, just some obstacles and some things that kind of came against us in some areas. And I was just praying about it and talking to the Lord about it. And he He spoke something to me and Um, maybe it'll help you he said you know the enemy is always trying to get control he's always trying to get control he's always trying to get in control of your life he's always trying to get in control of the direction that something's going and the picture he gave to me is you know when you're Uh, in the will of God and you're walking by faith and everything's going fine (laughs) and everything's going great. The enemy doesn't want you to um, fulfill the destiny that God has for your life. He doesn't want a church to fulfill the destiny that, you know, God has for that church because it affects other people in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Because God has a good plan for our life. So, the way the enemy banks on getting control is by putting obstacles, challenges, attacks. Everybody, anybody been there before? Maybe you're there, right? Maybe I'm speaking your language. I'm speaking my language tonight. But he said when the enemy does that, he is hoping that, that through that attack, he can discourage you, he can distract you, distract you from walking by faith he can somehow move you off of your faith and the minute he moves you away from faith he just kind of eases right in and he takes control you give him the control the minute you step out of faith but here's the good news you have something i have something because we are children of god And when we got born again, the faith of God came. I mean the faith of God. The faith of God came down on the inside of us. And that faith, if we'll hold to it, if we'll stick with it, it'll move you past the obstacle. It'll move you past the situation or the circumstance or whatever it is in your way. Faith will move you forward. Faith will move you forward. And so this is going to be a faith message probably that you have heard before. But I'm telling you, this is the ingredient. If you're facing something, this is the ingredient you need to move forward in your life. And it's the faith of God. And the passage that he led me to was over here in Mark 5. Have you ever just been through a time where the Holy Ghost won't get you out of a, a scripture or out of a passage? I've been in Mark 5 forever. And just learning so much. But when I was reading over there, um, you see something. And I've, I've seen this, but it just maybe because it just really spoke to me where we're at currently with some things. You know, there's two people in that passage that faced an obstacle and faith moved them past it. Faith moved them forward into a miracle. Faith moved them forward into a healing Faith moved him forward into victory. Amen. So that's where I want to start tonight is over here in, in Mark chapter 5. Are we doing all right tonight? Hallelujah. We'll see where we go. But Mark chapter 5 and verse 25, this is um, where we'll start is with the, the woman with the issue of blood. Remember her? It says in verse 25, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood... For 12 years and had suffered many things, many physicians and had spent all that she had and with nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. I want to notice something here in verse 27. When she had heard of Jesus, when she had heard of Jesus, this is the beginning for you of moving forward. If something's in your way, something has appeared. <laughs> Good. This is the beginning for you moving forward. And it is what you are hearing. Yes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know, she heard about Jesus what does the Bible say about him? He is the living word. Yes. He's the living word. And so when she heard about him, faith came and an expectation came. See, this is really where we're going to kind of camp on is this thing called expectation. An expectation came to her heart about him and what would happen to her when she came in contact with him. And see, that is what hearing the word and hearing the word and feeding on the word and feeding on the word will do is it will bring to your life a faith and an expectation. And then when the obstacle comes, you already know what you're expecting from the Lord. You see, when 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 financial difficulties spring up, but you've been feeding on the word, you've been feeding on what The Bible says about your abundance and your provision and God meeting all of your needs. When the obstacle comes, hallelujah, you already have an expectation for what you're expecting God to do. And I'm going to tell you, hearing has been an issue for a lot of Christians right now. Hearing is at a low. Hearing is at a low. Maybe not for some people, but for others through COVID. You know, when things changed with people coming to church and things changed and people were watching online and you still have a lot of people watching online, but you have discovered after a while that a lot of people aren't watching anymore. And a lot of people are not Engaged with the Word of God like they were before all of this happened. And what has been affected, it it has not served people well being away from the Word, being away from the hearing of the Word. But I'm going to tell you, you can make that adjustment. Because I'm going to tell you faith comes one way and it comes from hearing the word of God. An expectation of good in your life is not going to come from planting yourself on the couch and listening to the news. They've got no good news to give you. They've got no good expectation to give you. There is one place where a good expectation comes from and it is from feeding on the word of God. God, you listen to today's world, I was just, I was getting ready before, uh, you know, I, for church and I just happened to look down on, on, uh, on one of the news things that I follow and on there it said breaking news, uh, uh, Governor Newsom declares that California will never go back to the way it was prior to COVID. I thought, well, so says Him. So says Him. It's going to get better for me. It's going to get better for the church. Hallelujah. But see, you hang your hat on that, you feed on that all day long, you're not going to have any expectation of good. You need to watch. And be careful what you hear. Remember in little little nursery school, oh, be careful little ears what you hear. That's more than hearing dirty words. That is hearing a report that is contrary to the word of God and feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding on that. You are robbing yourself of a good expectation in God. And when an obstacle comes, you'll be stuck there because you won't know what to believe. You'll be so weighed down with discouragement, so weighed down with defeat, that you won't know which way to turn. But if you'll keep your heart, I mean full of the good news, keep your heart full of the good word, hallelujah, you'll have a good expectation like this woman did. It goes on to say this. It goes on to say in verse 27, when she had heard of Jesus... Notice this, she came in the press behind. Now, this was an obstacle to this woman who had an issue of blood. I mean, you think about it, she's got this issue of blood in her body for 12 years. No strength, no energy. And she comes to where Jesus is, but there's so many people around him that she can't get to him. And she's going to have to take what energy she's got and press through that crowd to get to him. Have you ever been there before? Where everything feels uphill? Where it seems like every hindrance (laughs) that could come in your way has come? And it happens again and again and again and again and again. Come on, I'm talking to somebody. And things just seem like they're at a lull. And nothing seems like it's budging. And nothing seems like it's moving. And I mean, you just feel like you've hit the ceiling with something. That can be an obstacle to you. How do you press through that right? How do you move forward when it seems like everything is just stacked against you and it doesn't seem to be changing look at what she did when she heard of jesus she came in the press behind and she touched his garment for she said for she said you know what will help you press through and move forward in faith is by the words of your mouth what you say. Oh, I tell you, this is so good when you see this. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes. Listen to what she said. Listen to what she said. If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole." If I can just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. If I can just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. What is she doing? She is saying out of her mouth what she is expecting to happen. She is saying what she is expecting to happen. I'm going to say that one more time. This is, I tell you, when I saw this, this just exploded on the inside. This is your answer for pushing through. You say what you're expecting to happen. And you keep saying that. And you keep saying that. And when it doesn't look like anything is budging, you keep saying that. And when it looks like things are encroaching on you and trying to push you backwards, you don't agree with those things and you don't change what you're saying to match those things. You keep saying what you're expecting to happen. I remember Brother Hagin shared uh, a testimony in his life uh, that goes along with this. You know, he was... um, born with a deformed heart. I'm talking about Kenneth E. Hagen. He's went on to be with Jesus, watching from the balconies of heaven. Can't you imagine what that crowd is like? I bet they're pretty rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people in the grandstands of heaven, and there's some rowdy folk up there. But uh, he was sharing about <clears throat> this testimony. He was born with a a deformed heart, and God healed him. Healed him on, I mean, he was on a deathbed. He actually did die, came back into his body, but the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Ghost moved on his body, and he was raised up and totally healed of that deformed heart. But, you know, he was sharing about um, a situation that happened a few months after that. He was totally well, totally healed, enjoying life you know he'd never been able to enjoy just being a kid and running around and you know he was just a sick kid and never had the ability to have friends and all that so he was really enjoying life and he woke up one day and half of his face was paralyzed half of his face was totally paralyzed And the enemy spoke to him and said this, it's coming back on you. It's coming back on you. Well, you know, you have a choice right there to agree with that. See, your words move you forward or they take you back. Your words can move you forward Or your words can take you back. The minute you start agreeing with the circumstances, the minute you start saying the circumstances, you're not going forward anywhere. You're being held back by your own words. You're going backwards because of your own words. And so the enemy spoke that to him. He said, it's coming back on you. I'm so thankful. Well, I tell you, Sunday, I was sitting here thinking, I was thinking, I'm so glad we know about the power of God. I'm so glad we we know what the power of God can do for us. We know we're not stuck if something happens physically in our body or whatever. We just go to church, (laughs) we just speak the word. Amen. Have a little Holy Ghost meeting at home. Or come to our Holy Ghost meetings at church. Amen. Where there's faith, where the Spirit of God's moving. Well, he went to a a Pentecostal church that believed in healing. And they would lay hands on the sick. They would give an opportunity for people to come forward and be ministered to. So instead of agreeing with the enemy and his thought that this is coming back on you, he said out of his mouth, tonight, it just happened to be on a Wednesday morning when this happened, he said, tonight, I'm going to church. And pastor so-and-so is going to lay hands on me and I'm going to receive my healing. And everybody he saw that day that saw him said, Kenneth, what's wrong with your face? He said, oh, I'm not worried about it. I'm going to church tonight and pastor so-and-so is going to lay hands on me. And when he does, I I believe I receive my healing. He did that all day long. And that night, he goes, I don't even know what they preached on. He said, I was just waiting for the end of the service, for the invitation to come so that I could have hands laid on me. He said, I went down to the front when they gave the invitation. My pastor laid hands on me. He said, it didn't look like anything had changed. He said, but I knew that the power of God went in me and I believed I received my healing. And even on the way home, some of the kids you know, from the youth group said, oh, Kenneth, you think you're healed? He said, I know I'm healed. Because the power of God went in me and I received my healing. He got up the next morning and all the paralysis was gone. But see, his words, his words could have taken him all the way back to a deathbed. The enemy wanted control. Don't you know that the enemy wanted control of Brother Kenneth Hagin's life? Don't you know the devil looks at it now and wishes he could have gotten control of Kenneth E. Hagin's life? But faith, faith, faith is what he held on to. Faith is what he released out of his mouth. And faith pushed him forward. Hallelujah. You getting anything out of this tonight? You've got this. You've got this. And it's the devil that tells you it's not enough. We have word on it that words of faith are enough to keep you moving in the right direction. Hallelujah. I wrote some things down. Keep speaking. Keep speaking what you are expecting to happen. Keep speaking what you're expecting. The power of God to do in your life. You might be facing impossible things in the natural and only the power of God. Only miracle power can change it. But praise God that's available to you. All things are possible to him that believes. Faith makes it true in your life. This is not hot apple pie in the sky. This is so believable. It's so believable because we have the Word of God on it. Hallelujah. So keep speaking it. Keep declaring it. Keep it coming out of your mouth. Sing it. Shout it. Say it. Whatever you got to do, just keep it coming out of your mouth. Your expectation. What you're expecting to happen in your life. Amen. Glory to God. Keep stirred in you an expectation of good. You know this COVID mess. I almost called it something else. got to watch it. I am really Oklahoma. I can tell you that right now. Kevin Durant was down here a few months ago. He said, I forgot how Oklahoma you are. I said, well, I don't want to ask for you to define that, but I kind of know what you're talking about. But this COVID stuff, if you listen to most people talk about it, people that have experienced COVID really in any degree they don't expect anything better I mean I have, I have looked at you know posts on social media COVID has changed my life forever I'll never be the same because of COVID and I understand that that may be what the medical community has to say about it but you're a child of God I said, you're a child of God. Oh, the headaches will never go away. Well, your words, your words can move you past that or your words can keep you right there where you deal with headaches till Jesus comes back. Well, my breathing will never be the same. And then you have even people that maybe didn't have COVID, but because of all the circumstances in the world, because of the pandemic, they don't have any expectation for anything to get better financially, anything to get better with the educational system. I mean, you hear this talk all day long and you see the expectation of a healthy, prosperous life diminishing in the eyes of people because of what they're hearing. And now more than ever, we have to keep stirred in our hearts an expectation of good. The path of the righteous grows brighter and brighter. Did COVID change that verse? Is that null and void? How about, I know the plans that I have for you, thus saith the Lord. Plans to prosper you. To give you a hope. And a future. You know who God spoke that word to? He spoke that to Israel when they were in captivity. When they had no hope. When all they saw was a bad outcome. A life, a future Captive. Held captive to something. I am not held captive to COVID. Or any other thing that comes from the pit of hell. I am delivered. I am redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say something. Say. 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 You can't skip the step of saying it. You want to walk by faith? You can't skip saying. Hallelujah. I got to hurry. I wrote some other things down. Write down your expectations if you have to and say them every day. If that's where you're at, if your heart's not filled with a goodly theme, if your heart's not filled with a good expectation, sit down and say, Holy Ghost, help me write. Help me get it on paper. And I'll read it every day. See, you got to make a commitment to getting the right thing in you. We're going to see something here in a little bit, why that is so important. But you know, I remember uh, Gloria Copeland talking about that. One time she was kind of in a rut with something and she said, I literally sat down and wrote out the promises of God. I literally sat down and I wrote out everything in detail what I was believing God for. And she said, that was my nightly routine. I'd go get my face washed. I'd go in the bed. She goes, I'd, you know, fluff up my pillows, prop myself up in the bed, grab my notebook I'd read those things out loud and I'd speak it out of my mouth and I would declare it out of my mouth. You know what that does? That keeps an expectation stirred up on the inside of you, keeps it fresh. Hallelujah, fresh word, a fresh expectation, a, a, a fresh picture. See, the more you say it, the more you envision it, the more real it becomes to you. the easier it is to believe it, the easier it is to expect it because it's full on the inside of you. Let me just, um, uh, let me read this other thing. Well, I love this. I love this. Uh, ex- expectation in your words are both a part of your faith and it will push you forward towards what you are believing for. Let me let me read this um to you out of the weast. Remember the woman with the issue of blood. Remember where it says. Uh, for she said. If I can just touch the hem of his garment. I shall be whole. Listen to what the weast said. It says she kept saying to herself. And to others. <laughs> she kept saying to herself. She kept saying to herself. If I can just touch his garment. So you don't think she's, she shows up. There's all these people. She's weak, in a sickened, weak condition, doesn't really have the strength to push through the press, the crowd, but this is what she did. She kept saying to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. Then she told other people, I'm going to touch his garment and I'll be whole. I'm going to touch his garment and I'm going to be whole. I'm, I'm going to touch his garment and I'm going to be whole. She, then she said to herself, I'm going to touch his garment and I'm going to be whole. And that gave her the ability to keep moving forward. Faith moved her to Jesus. It was faith that moved her forward to him towards her healing. Hallelujah. You get anything out of this? Uh uh-huh. All right, let me just give you some other scriptures. I'm going to skip Matthew 12, but that's a good one. Matthew 12, uh, 34 through 37. But I'm going to, I'm going to look at, at Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 2. Let me, see, we ought we got to look at these verses sometimes because people, there's so much opposition to it. There's so much opposition to this. People get mad. You know, I put on Facebook, you know, faith and healing rally. Oh man, religious devils come out of the closet whenever you put faith and healing in. Really? Somebody from a Pentecostal church went demonic on me. But they, it's just so sad. They don't understand. They don't understand how to receive, they don't understand how to receive. But words, your words, well, I just don't believe that stuff. Well, you've probably never studied it out. Your words matter. Your words take you somewhere. Look at this in Proverbs 6 two, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth thy mouth so you can be snared or you can be taken with your words your words take you somewhere her words took her to jesus for she kept saying and kept saying and kept saying and kept saying. Her words took her to him. Your words are taking you somewhere. You want blessing abounding in your life. You can't talk defeat and you can't talk curse and it take you to blessing. You enjoy living a healthy healed life. You can't talk sickness and symptoms and it take you to health and healing. You like having a, a life where your, your needs are met. You can't sit sit around talking poor talk. Leave your poor jokes at home. I don't want to hear them. your mama's so poor, I don't want to hear it. I'm serious. I'm serious. Oh, well, you know, you're just making too big of a deal about it. No, not when you see the revelation of the word of God. I'm not talking poor because it don't take me to provision. It don't take me to being rich. I'm telling you, your words are taking you somewhere and they are either taking you forward or they're taking you backward. Listen to the words of your mouth hallelujah uh oh man can i can you put that slide up there i found this verse and i thought this was so good you know when people suddenly start using their words wrong is usually when they're discouraged i talked about discouragement a few months back and I'm still kind of feeding on some of those things. But look at this, look at this verse in Proverbs 13, 12 in the Passion Translation. This is that verse where it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Look at this. When hope's dreams seem to drag on and on, you ever had a dream, an expectation about something and it just seemed to go on and on and on and on? Delay, the delay can be Depressing. That process sometimes can affect you in the natural. If you feel that way, get a hold of yourself and don't let your words, don't let your words go the wrong direction. That's when you're susceptible. That's when you're open. Feelings Feelings, oh, feelings. Remember that song? We can't get off that station, it seems like, in the body of Christ. Feelings will affect your mouth because the minute you start feeling discouraged, feeling pain, your mouth wants to open and talk about it. Have you ever hurt your thumb or stubbed your toe? You know what I mean? Or hurt a part of your body and it's throbbing all day long and it's hot and you know what I mean? It's just, it's talking to you all day. Do you know what your instinct, your natural instinct is to do? Is to talk about it. Man, my thumb. Gosh. It hurts. See, the devil knows that. So many times, that's the obstacle. Things can be delayed. The devil come and hinder things. Come on. And you get discouraged about it, and you start using your words wrong, and you're not moving forward anymore. You're moving back. Praise the Lord. Let me give you one more verse. Go to Ezekiel 37. Just put it on the screen you get anything out of this we're moving forward i said we're moving forward no matter the circumstance no matter the obstacle that's in front of you use your words use your faith to move forward i want to show you something here in ezekiel 37 and we'll start in verse 1 this is the valley of dry bones <laughs> the valley of things dead you know, sometimes things seem like they have dried up. And that can be discouraging. That can be an obstacle to your faith. That can affect what you say. But notice here, it says, The hand of the Lord was upon me, the prophet's talking, and he said, and he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones, a boneyard, nothing living, dead things. You know, COVID has brought a deadness, no life, to a lot of businesses, to a lot of people's expectations, to a lot of things. What do we do? Just sit back and talk about it more? What do we do? Just sit back and be depressed about it? Give up and say, Well, you know the good old days. Back before COVID. No. Notice what he said to the prophet. He caused me to pass by them. Verse 2. Round about and behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. Very dead. And he said to me, Son of man... Can these bones live? Do you have an expectation for dried out, dead things that don't look alive anymore? Dead dreams? Dead finances? Dead marriage? Come on. You think that maybe God could cause those things to live again? He said, I answered, O Lord, thou knowest. Again, he said to me, prophesy, prophesy, say something upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word, of the Lord hallelujah I tell you I've got some areas in my life I can look around and I can see where some things need to come back to life some things need to thrive some things need to flourish again hallelujah some things need to get on the rails again what am I sitting around waiting for for it to just happen Or do I have a responsibility to take the faith of God on the inside of me and look to those things and prophesy and say to them, hear the word of the Lord, finances. Hear the word of the Lord. I prophesy to you that my needs are met according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. All my needs are met. I have a full supply. Hallelujah. He was made poor so that I could be rich. So I speak abundance to you in Jesus name. I speak increase to you. I speak multiplication to you in the name of Jesus. See, now's a good time for you to know your covenant with God. Now's a good time. Now's a good time for you not to be a stranger to your covenant. In reality, if you're born again, you're really not. But here a lot of people are. They don't know what belongs to them. But you got to get in the Bible and you got to find out what that covenant says about every area of your life about your body, about your children, about your marriage, about your body. And you need to stand up in the midst of that boneyard. So you're not going to discourage me anymore. I'm not going to agree with what I see and the deadness in this situation and speak that out of my mouth and go backwards or be held back anymore. You hear me, dry bones? Hear the word of the Lord. I prophesy to you. I say to you. I declare to you. And notice what happened. You getting anything out of this? I'm fixing to prophesy to y'all. Verse seven, he said, So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise and a shaking. Hallelujah. See the power of God. See, the Holy Ghost wants to work with you, but he works with words, he works with faith. You can't sit back on your keister and speak defeat all day and him work with you. Here's the short story. Behold, there was a noise, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. Well, I did. Need things to come together. Prophesy to them. Prophesy. Say things. Say the word. I hope you're getting this. When I beheld lo the sinews and the flesh came upon them... The skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. And then he said unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. And so I did it. I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them and they lived and they stood up on their feet an exceeding great army does it work any different for us listen we can go through every area of our life and we can be I'm going to tell you some of the stuff that happened over the last year people just sit around think about we had too much time to think sitting around in your home eating snacks and Lord, we had enough snacks to last us for 10 years and we went through them. Yeah, now everybody's on keto trying to unsnack. I saw a cute little that thing on a little thing. It said, snatch yourself a snack. I thought I was snatching snacks for months. I'm going to leave that little cute thing here. <laughs> snatch yourself a snack. That's just the devil. <laughs> devil inspired. But we sat around and we thought, 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 got discouraged, got depressed got down on everything, people unsatisfied with life, this, that, it's time to move forward. Shake yourself. Shake yourself loose. I'm shaking loose of that. And I'm going to open my mouth and I'm going to prophesy to things and I'm going to speak to things and I am going to keep saying what I am expecting to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep saying what I'm expecting to happen. Because I want to show you what, what the Lord said to her, to that little woman. I, you know, we're we're going we're gonna to end. I, well, there's so much more I could say, but Mark 5 uh, and 27. When she heard of Jesus, she came in the press, touched his garment, for she said, if I can touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. You drop down to verse 34. He said unto her daughter, Thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. See, her faith, her faith pushed her forward to the answer. Her faith pushed her forward past all the obstacles, past that crowd of people. If you've got obstacles, I'm telling you, you've got what it takes to keep going forward. Don't you let the devil get control. See, if he could have gotten in control of her situation right there, she would have never made it to Jesus. Though she came with an expectation, though she had heard about him, she said, she kept saying to herself and to others, I'm going to get to the hem of his garment. and When I do, I shall be whole. What are you expecting God to do for you? Maybe you forgot it. Let the Holy Ghost help you remember it and write it down. Do whatever you got to do and keep that stirred in you and keep it coming out of your mouth keep it coming keep your expectation coming out of your mouth there will be a day you will walk in it you'll walk in it you'll look around and you think man there was a day this was just a dream there was a day this was just something that was written on a piece of paper that I used to say every night before I went to bed But now I look around and I'm living it. I'm living in it. Hallelujah. But faith gets you there. Speaking words of doubt and unbelief and defeat won't get you there. But speaking words of faith will. Amen. Did you get anything out of that tonight? I really pray that spoke to you. It speaks to me. It really does. Because I tell you, I want to go forward. I don't want to stay where I'm at. I don't want to stay here and look at the good old days. Oh, weren't those the good old days? When our church did this and our church used to do that. And we used to have Holy Ghost meetings. And we, I hear people talking like that. Like it's all over. It's not all over. The best days for me have just begun. The greatest days for this church have just begun. Hallelujah. Yeah, but this and that, and we don't see them anymore. I don't care. Not that I don't care about people, but I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. I said I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. How about you? You moving forward? Hallelujah. Let's go forward. Let's go forward. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight for your word. It inspires. It encourages us. It edifies us. We thank you tonight for that wonderful word. To move forward. And I thank you that you help us. By way of the Holy Spirit. He guides and he leads us in all truth. He'll speak to our hearts. And Lord I, I know that we're hungry. For this direction. We'll write it down. We'll, we'll, we'll write down what the Holy Ghost said. We'll remember what the Holy Ghost said. Because we want to speak those things. We want to move forward with you. You're moving forward. You're leading us on. And God I thank you that we have what it takes to move ahead. We've got your faith in us to move on into the glorious future that you have for us all. We give you praise and thanks.